2: You're listening to the Sands Pants Network
3: Home of (laughs) comedy Culture
2: Adventures
1: And ghosts
2: Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys A podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies I'm Damien I'm Sean And I'm Tom And for this episode we watched It Chapter 2 It Chapter 2 is a 2019 American supernatural horror film and the second instalment of the It film series based on the 1986 novel of the same name by Stephen King. Said 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club has grown up and moved away and have mostly forgotten the terror they endured during their adolescence. But they are drawn back to Derry in order to fulfil an oath they made as children that if it came back, they would try and destroy it once and for all. Boys. <laughs> yep. Do so no, fun fact?
4: Oh, go on.
3: Not about this movie. Okay. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> I love fun facts. Yes, my favourite number is twenty-seven. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Just thought you might be I a had twenty-seven cursed. years, and I went,
4: yeah, I fucking love the number twenty-seven. Mm. <laughs> it's not your mind is an incredible. Uh, it's an incredible palace, Tom. It's not. Nah, it's not a palace. It's a when it's Damo a, said. When, um, where my mind went during the intro was It Chapter 2. i like, It Chapter poo, Because this movie sucks shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't a fan. We watched it yeah, back, um, back I'm not sure if you guys realised the guy this. who just
2: called it It Chapter <laughs> 2
4: was it a fan? Yeah. I don't know if you guys realised this while we were watching it together, but I wasn't enjoying myself while watching it. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, wow. You hit it really, yeah. really well. I think you really, hit it really so well that well. <laughs>
3: when I looked over and I'm like, sure to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, I think... We watched them back to back. Yeah. And I think it highlights the glaring problems of part two. Oh,
4: yeah. Tom, I think you said if we'd watched this, you know, the two years apart that the filmmaking was, then you wouldn't have. Yeah. If you didn't come in fresh on chapter one, Mm. you would have been like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm back in the world. Oh, there's the characters again. This is kind of nice. But watching them back to back, you're like, oh, they're hitting a lot of the same beats. Yeah. But not as effectively, yep. and yeah, just things didn't work, didn't gel. It, it was missing the hope that the first one had. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, like, they've all been broken down by twenty-seven years of life. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: and I, I think it's also missing the you. You build up this rapport. It's it's that thing of having a movie that jumps around through time. Mm-hmm. Oh mate, you have
4: I'll tell you what it is, and I hate it. Interstellar. I don't hate the film, but I specifically yeah, hate yeah, yeah. that he's there with his like, 12-year-old daughter and he's like, I promise you I'm coming home. He yeah. makes that promise to her and then you never see them interact again. He, he can interact with an older version of his daughter, who is now older than him, but it's not the same. You don't have that fulfillment because that actor is not on screen.
3: Yeah, you spend so long with these other actors and you don't have as much time. The kids you, are too good. The kids are too good. Yeah, And also, some of the adults are given some shit to work with.
2: Well, yeah. So straight away, the the script seemed a lot weaker, yeah. significantly, which is nice. so great because obviously we we praised the script in the first one. The dialogue, especially, was really good, and then this one it was it felt really heavy handed at times.
4: It's funny, isn't it? Because yeah. weirdly, it's like it's you know this is written by grown ups, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. writing characters who are around their age probably, yeah. and it's it's just not really it's just shitty dialogue compared to when they're writing for children, and it's like feels like it's spot on,
3: right? The the only two characters I think that. Come through chapter two, and you're like, Oh, yeah, great. Richie, obviously, Bill Hader mm. and Finn Wolfhard, fucking great. Fantastic. Yeah. He's the MVP, probably the series of yeah. both, yeah. right? But if you had to just pick one for like, like in cricket, Sean, you have a player of the series and a player of the match. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, player of the series, probably Richie. Yeah. Player of the match of chapter two is, of all people, Eddie. Eddie. What the yeah. fuck? Fantastic. Yeah. Those two have the best stuff. Yeah. They're the most well-rounded characters. They're the characters that seem easy to connect to, to their younger selves.
2: The casting for both of them is great. Not only just in appearance, which works, and, and sort of temperament, which also yep. works. So, I did read, uh, they for the kids, they actually asked all of them after the first one, who would you want to see as your great. adult counterpart? Awesome. And so, what's his name? He played um, Baby Richie, did say Bill Hader. Bill Hader, fantastic. Got Bill Hader. And then I think the girl who played Beverly said Jessica Jessica Chastain. And then the rest said different
3: ones to what they got <laughs> be, imagine, that, you're like, imagine imagine just like being like these guys picked all these cool actors and then like your actor playing adult you comes in you're like fuck he looks like shit <laughs> <laughs> looks like someone ran him over with a car but then yeah the guy who
2: played adult eddie whose name is james ranson yeah who i'm not very familiar with but blew me away like just was i couldn't like really great performance but just a powerhouse. Like, yeah. couldn't stop watching him. It was great.
3: Yeah. Just even like, like it is a bit like, there's a lot of jokes to him and him and Richie. Yeah, they're back banter, and forth and It's yeah. like talking fast and just yelling at one another. <laughs> yeah. And he's still that paranoid character. And if it was just that the whole way through, you'd be like, oh, fuck, can't do this. Yeah. But there are just some really nice moments throughout it. And there's that fucking, he has a beautiful bit in the back half of the film when Rich is getting attacked by the spider. That's it. The and he wants to pick up the knife, grab the knife. Grab the knife, help yeah. him, help him. Bill's yelling at him, and he's just mm. frozen. And then Bill just rounds at him afterwards. He's like, he could have fucking died. Stan died, this person's died. And you just stand there, and his delivery of like, I'm sorry, Bill, don't be mad, I was just scared. Mm. Oh, goosebumps. It breaks your heart a little bit. Really it does. Mm, really where's, the, where's the rest of that for everybody else?
2: Yeah, and that's. I think that's like... I don't think it, like the kids one, it build, it's so inbuilt into it because they're kids. They're so outside of their element. They're so, you know, uh, up against it, but they're fighting back anyway. And so you naturally get this like, oh, little seed of hope and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Where the adults come in. So one, because it's, it is technically a sequel, well, it's a sequel, but. They play it very much as like, oh, it's obviously meant to be the same story. It's the same movie, in a sense, that's yeah. just been broken into two parts. But it's not. It's the sequel. And I think it it it's missing a trick because it's not building up in the way most movies would. Like, that first act feels very rushed. It's like, you already know all these characters. I'm like, no, I knew childhood version of them.
3: Yeah, what's Out changed? Of
2: the version of them, it's 27 fucking years later. They've mm. apparently forgotten everything. It's
4: extremely rushed, that bit.
2: Yeah, I don't know who these characters are. Yeah. And we get like one tiny snippet about each of their lives and you're like, hey, look, it's them but grown up and that's now you know them. And you're like, no, I really don't. Hmm. And so like that, that thing we praised last time of getting the team together and building that, that found family, it kind of needs to happen again. Yeah, Like they need to be like aloof and weird with each other to begin with. And then slowly these bonds, like there's their memory coming back. This, these bonds are reforming and we're feeling that growth between them but instead they come in very hot like oh we're hugging at the Chinese restaurant we didn't even fucking remember any of each other until yesterday's phone call yeah and now we're besties and then now we're fighting and like and so then it was everyone just losing their minds and and sort of not wanting to take on the challenge it was literally like so much of the opposite of what worked so well with the kids yeah. in the first one there's no yeah.
4: clarity to the memory aspect no nah, not at all and I just wish you don't have to always adapt a source faithfully Get rid of the memory thing. I like guess yeah, the yeah. biggest handbrake on the film well, because a it's unclear for basically the length of the mm, film. Mm. It's still not really there aren't really defined rules to it. No, and we've we've watched a bit of King. Yeah, you look at the two best that we've seen in
3: Shining and Doctor Sleep. The best things about it are the changes. Hold on, you've missed a trick there, mate. A
2: little, a little movie called Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> I did think of Dreamcatcher a lot while watching part two of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. big Dreamcatcher, uh, mainly vibes. because it's like a big throw everything on the screen mess. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what this this one felt very messy, whereas the first one's quite tight. Yeah, the memory thing for me, yeah, God, it kills me. Yeah. Because it's just like... Even if you change
3: it so that they don't have any memories, but the minute they step back into dairy, it all comes back. It all comes back. Because,
4: yeah, it's just like... It's like you said, Damo. There isn't like a momentum or a a progression to the story. It's Mm. just kind of like just keeps lumping things at you and then like... Jessica Chaston's probably the biggest problem for me in that there's tonal whiplash for her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talked about the little snippets. They give you this tiny little, one little beat for each character's life Mm. outside of Derry. Hers feels the laziest in that it's just like abusive husband tries to kill her, she gets away. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yes. Like really Fucked. And then the very next second, laughing at dinner, having a great time. Yeah, yeah. There's other moments in the film where she's back to being terrified. And I actually felt embarrassed for her in this film where she came in and like was holding her mouth because she was horrified in one scene. And Mm. I'm just like, you are such a good actor Mm. and they are fucking you over with shitty material here. Yeah. Yeah, where like The the first one felt, uh, one, it had more writers, had three
2: writers, obviously. Yeah. And obviously, I think it had, it had plenty more iterations of the script from, from what I've read. Yes. Where then obviously for this, this one, the sequel, they're like, okay, great. That first one did amazingly. Yeah. They obviously had a script for the sequel and that was pretty much it. Yeah. And it had a single writer
4: rather than the three. And I definitely don't think it has many drafts yeah. as the first one did. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this when we talked about part one, but part one was like a real surprise hit. Like, yeah. they sunk a fair bit of money into sure. it in the hope that it would be huge. But I believe at the time it was, like, the best box office ever for, like, an R-rated horror film or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, was, it was huge. It was 100, it, $123 like a little, million in the first week. $123 yeah. In a week. So, for horror, that's fucking For gross. R-rated horror, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's massive. That's big. I, so, yeah. So, then, yeah, they've obviously... The fact they didn't film these at the same time mm. makes you think they didn't have complete confidence they were going to get to do a part two. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's quite obvious too that the kids have aged up quite a bit. Yes, yeah. yeah anytime yes. they do a flashback, yeah, yeah. it it's it's bad.
2: Especially Ed's. Yes. And then so like he had easily grown the most I was reading. And then um, Finn's hair is yeah totally different. It almost looks like a wig to me for some reason. They've tried I, to I think it would down. I think it would have been a wig, right? Yeah. Yeah. he would probably
4: have short hair, and they would just yeah. put something on top.
2: And then Mike had the Mike was sort of one of the taller ones in the first one, but then yeah. all the kids caught, caught up to up him. him. Yeah. So in the second one, they literally had to like give him chunks in his shoe yeah, to lift him up over the others, so he still had a greater height than them. Yeah. Like But like, it's crazy. You would think for a film like this, you would if you're going especially going to use these scenes with the kids flashbacks
4: with the kids in the one, you just record them back to back. You would think, you would think, yeah. I, I assume they just didn't have the confidence they were going to get to do part two, so they didn't want to spend the money. Mm. Also, going into this right now, I'm jumping ahead 27 years. When I looked at the cast list, I was most excited by McAvoy and Jessica Chaston because right. I was like, fucking hell, because they're both A list, they're great actors. Yeah, yeah. And because this is big budget horror, you can get some big guns in, which you don't always get with horror. Yeah, so that was exciting. McAvoy's probably the weakest of the group. He is- and Shaston yeah. is she's she's okay, but just the way they write her character yeah, kind of doesn't sucks. give her much yeah. room to do anything.
2: No, no, I agree. And then yeah, McAvoy was a shocker in not that his acting was he was good, he was fine, fine. minded. Yep. Accent missed-calf. was a little bit off. But yeah, Miscalf where like the kid who played Bill in the first one, perfectly cast, like the the weird sort of like leadership but subdued, you know, like obviously he was a bit broken because of his brother, but he was also Strong and hopeful While also had this stutter And all that sort of stuff Like he had this like There was so much of it Was contained within him You could feel it there And it was like more powerful Because that's That's just who he is But there is not like An outwardly leader Like it was almost Like he was It came out of him Because he does have the capacity But it's not sort of this thing Where McAvoy can't help But be intense And normally I love That intensity About McAvoy I think he's Really fascinating to watch Because he I think he brings it all To the screen Great actor Great actor Yeah But for this character it was too much. Like, I'd, we'd just seen him in the first one, again, because we watched them back to back. And I so much preferred the performance of the young Bill. Yeah. And I kind of wanted older Bill to be the same. Like, yeah, he's still sort of this this broken
4: boy inside, but I didn't see any of that in this performance. You know, the problem with it is that I think McAvoy is such a well-known actor, he's he automatically assumes a leadership position anyway. Right. Young Bill was the leader, but it was a real, like the typical thrust upon yeah, leader he didn't, who didn't he's all, want it. He yeah. was also he didn't like didn't the leader leadership.
2: that led from behind. Exactly, like, that's Like he really great, yeah. bigged everyone up, you know, yeah. to help
4: them. Whereas yeah. McAvoy doesn't, I McAvoy is just, I mean, I'm thinking like X-Men films and things like mm. that. He's a natural leader. Sure. So you see him on screen with that group and you go, that's the guy in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the accent, it wasn't shithouse. It no, no. was fine. It was fine. But yeah. then you give him um, a stutter on top of that. And also he's just got, he's a bit up and down emotionally, like yes, it's too much work for an actor yeah. to do. Yeah, right? it's it's yeah, too much of it. It's
3: also the stutter thing was interesting when it came back, because he didn't have it at all mm. until he got back to Derry. I like that. Which though. I like as a yeah. thing, because it's yeah. like, well, Derry's clearly having an effect on him. But I think it would have been more interesting to play with the stutter so that, for example, it didn't just crop up as a stutter, but like it came up whenever he talked about Pennywise, or his Derry, or his brother. Yeah. So yeah. there were like specific words that just Triggers, almost. Couldn't say. Yeah, yeah. Not from a physical, but from... Because, yeah, there's a whole thing of stutters being psychological and yeah. all that kind of stuff as well. Like, just... It would have been a nice touch because there's that bit where he hasn't got the stutter, even when they're back in the Chinese restaurant. Mm. And then the first time he tries to say... Pennywise or something, I did. It's about the clown or mm. the something, he starts to stutter. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But they just like... It just... Yeah, it just was so weird. And it's just like, you can take a greater license with King's work. Mm. Oh, yeah. And when you do... I, I think you have to. It generally works better. Like, I'm sure... I've never read the book. Um, and from what I remember, the Tim Curry one ends the same. Right. But it is it is presented as one thing with sort of a lot more back and forth. Whereas yeah. this they kind of went here and a little, few flashbacks here. Yeah. But like I I wouldn't have A, I probably wouldn't have done the memory thing. No. I probably would have dropped all the Native American stuff and just made it though that he did the research yeah, yeah. and has found this information. Yeah. And maybe he's learned. like you can still have the beat where he's found this artifact and he's like, it failed for them. Right. But yeah. I'm gonna hide that from it. Like you can still have that beat. Yeah. But just tweak a few things here and there. One big thing I wouldn't have done is separate them immediately because yeah, right. the
4: totem thing. The totem thing. I if think that was
3: shit. It, it needed to be because like you've, we've all. One of the biggest complaints we have, we have is that you have like. Such a short time to start to reacquaint yourselves with Mm. them. And then they spend the rest of the movie doing these scenes where you're learning a bit more about them. But you don't actually get anything new because it rehashes their old fears again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then instead of building their relationship back together as a group, Mm. they're all separate and then they all come together again. Yeah. Whereas it would have been nice, it's like, right, we need to find totems. Okay, I'll go out and find my totem. No, 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 you can't go by yourself. Because if you go by yourself, you're an easy fucking target, right? Yeah. Or it needed to be that, Pennywise went away for 27 years, mm. and they're not kids anymore. Pennywise has come back. And this is the other thing that is super weird, is that he kills a an adult at the start of the film, He right. bites that guy that gets thrown into yeah. the bridge. And it's like, all right, so Pennywise is killing adults now. Is that because he's changed? Mm. And Mike says that, like, oh, he's different now. Right. He's not. But no. Then he goes
4: back. The next time you see him kill is a little kid again. Yep. Yeah. And then another kid. And then, yeah. I don't know, there's no... The rules are a little bit murky. Yeah. I don't like the totem thing as well, because it basically... The whole middle section of the film is the totem search. Mm. And it feels really flat to me because yeah. it's just... There's no surprise in the scares. Mm. Even if some of them do scare you, it's just... Okay, now I'm following her. Yeah. She's going to go in there. Something scary is going to happen. Now we're following him. He's going to find his thing. Scary thing. It was just like this procession of yeah, like... of set pieces. Yeah, which yeah. was
2: frustrating. I think it's better have them together. And the other thing I... I'd, I'd, I'd- while we're just sort of having a gripe about that part of it, the thing I didn't like is is what you touched on, Tom, is that we're rehashing their fears as children. But the the thing that sticks with me is like, no, I want to know these characters as adults. So I think, one, stick them together yeah. to go get their totem. And their totem should relate more to their present-day fears, even if they're still somewhat related to their childhood fears. But, like, give us a sense of who they are as adults. Yep. Force yep. these, like, pairings of whoever's... All right, I'm going to go with you. Oh, really? I get this idiot oh, yeah. thing, you know?
3: yeah. Force Rich and Eddie to be together. Oh, hell yes. Because you have a nice dynamic when it's sort of revealed towards the end that Richie is gay and loved Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that, that's a that's a nice reveal at the end, mm. but it's too late. Mm. Yeah. Like, do it. Have them be
4: together earlier
3: and it's, it's like- It's such an
4: afterthought, whereas yeah. make it mean something the whole way through. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah, just have them together. You want to make it interesting. So, force Ben, Bill and- Beverly to go together. Yeah, great yes. one. That's, that's that's your point there. Mike doesn't have to go with them because Mike's already He's done his thing. Doing yeah. his own thing, yeah. Mike, I just think- it's I love that idea a- of the two.
4: Mm. Like, pair, pairing them up because it's that old thing of like, if you've got a character who's by themselves and oh, what do I do instead of giving them a voiceover? Give them a sidekick. Yeah. Give them someone to bounce off. Then, it's, then there's energy. Yeah. And it's like a group- Shared experience of fear, and also like what you were going, Damo, where they've already conquered their childhood fear. For yes. sure. So now this second film undercuts the first one. Give them grown-up fears, and Tom, I think you said this when we were discussing this off mic earlier. Give like McAvoy's character a son or something. Oh, yeah. And so his fears are generated from the protection of his family. Now yeah. they've all got new fears to overcome. It's and just kind of like yeah, they're still. It, it can be extensions of
2: their childhood fear. Obviously, he didn't protect his his brother when he was. Now he's got to protect his actual
4: son. Yeah, rather rather than can he protect that random kid that they met in the film. Yeah. Which is kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's sad. It's like a horrific scene when he's breaking through the glass to get the kid. But it's not like, imagine if that was his son. Mm. Then it's really fucked and you're emotionally invested more than you are.
3: Yeah. I just think, yeah, they missed a trick by not giving them adult fears. Mm. What are their adult fears? and, And the adult fears could still be the same as the kid fears, but just... Turned up to a, a yeah. new degree. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for for Eddie, it's he's now afraid of a different kind of sickness. Yeah, or he's he see his fear is his mum now because he well, let Eddie could down. actually be sick. He could be like, sick. You know, yeah.
2: maybe he's actually had to face that fear because he's gotten sick and there's something yeah. entirely new. Oh, Qu- quickly yeah. on and his mum because I love this fact. The obviously they've set up that he's basically married his mum. Yeah, yeah. Same actress.
3: Oh, okay, great. His wife oh, and the mum. Same yeah. actress. Oh, that's incredible. Can I just say one thing about the we've we've on a lot. But yeah, the actor actor plays Eddie and, and Bill Hader are, the, mm. are so good in this movie. That scene in the Chinese restaurant, while it doesn't feel earned, is fucking great because it feels like exactly what like a group of friends haven't seen one another for ages. Mm. Oh yeah, remember when that kid threw a rock yet? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's that fucking fantastic joke where they're talking about who's married. Yeah, and he asks Richie, "Are you married?" Richie's like, "Oh, you didn't hear?" And Eddie's like, "What? No, no, I didn't hear." He's like, "Yeah, I, your mum and I we got married." Yeah. <laughs> like, just
4: like ah, oh, that scene itself. It's so odd because Mike's called them all presumably the day before and be like, "Yeah, you've got to come home. He would have said more on the phone, I'm sure, to convince people to come back. Yeah. But then they get there and they pretend that, like, it's like they don't understand why they're there. Yeah, yeah. There's this slow pulling of the thing out where it's like, it, it, Pennywise.
2: Yeah. I I wish for the memory thing, like, this this could have just been like a school reunion or some shit, right? Something like that to bring them all back. And then literally, like, the memory thing is as soon as they get town... They get their memory back. Like, have it so as soon as they cross over a waterway or something, like something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. The border. Like, imagine one of them just, like, walking along and then just, like, crumpling in fear. Yeah. As soon yeah. as they pass this thing. Or that Bill, all of a sudden, it like, as soon as he walks across it, he's chatting away to someone and then starts to start st- 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 stuttering, yep. you know, as soon as he crosses this whole yeah. line.
3: Don't do that bit where they get the phone call and react, like, Bill yeah. Hader vomiting. Yeah. Have him, <laughs> even good. though that's very funny, <laughs> yeah, yeah, have him spew when he walks into death, like, yeah.
4: Yeah, I just think that <laughs> they've missed a trick. Speaking but, of funny vomit, his second vomit in the movie oh, is the best. Yeah. Just,
3: <laughs> yeah. Just he's, he, again, he is. He's fantastic. He's effortlessly funny, mm. but also not. I think you said, mm. again, we have some great conversations, mm. not on <laughs>
4: He's pointing at Damo. Yeah.
3: Damo, you said that <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's comedy without it feeling like jokes. Yes. Yeah. It's just, and I want to see Bill Hader in more horror. Yeah, he just kid. slotted in perfectly.
2: Oh, he's actually a terrific actor. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so underrated. Can I give you two good Bill Hader facts relating to the novel? Oh, I yes, it. you can. So the first it. is that so Isaiah uh, Mustafa, who played um, Mike, apparently he went through the novel eight times. This is a thousand-plus-page novel. He went through the novel eight times before filming, so he could fully understand the character of Mike. <laughs> very Bill Hader on the Bill Hader on the other hand. Had read the book as a child, refused to reread it, claiming it was way too long. Yeah,
4: good. I love yeah, that. I love that too. <laughs> yeah.
3: And then the other one is... Have it, you tried acting?
4: I've <laughs> oh, tried acting, my dear. It's No, but it's
3: the story from the first film. It's a uh, little lady being like, you're doing great work. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly right. And then the other one, if you remember in the final battle, Richie at one point calls Pennywise a sloppy bitch. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. And I so he, apparently this is... A, I, I haven't seen this interview, but this is actually a reference to an interview Bill Hader did with Conan um, back in 2010. Yeah. And he's telling a story about when him and his mate were kids and they would play GoldenEye. And any time his <laughs> mate would beat him at GoldenEye, he would call him the sloppy bitch.
3: <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's fantastic. That, that final kind of fight confrontation is, is kind of cool. Like, as yeah. you see Pennywise... And I've got no problem with Pennywise being an eldritch horror from Beyond the Stars. Mm. I'm okay with Sure, that. sure. I, it's just all the weird mysticism shit that... Mike gets like doing drugs with on a Native American yeah, reservation. Yeah, like, yeah. just all it could be is
2: so all those drinks. I don't
3: know. Just yeah, yeah. I tell you what, Stephen King fucking loves making it be like oh, these Native Americans are wise. It's like that's why it's a thousand pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah he would have gone 100%. down that rabbit hole a long way. Sure. Yeah, they probably couldn't have got that cameo with him in it if they had of like changed the story too much. Aren't yeah, it?
4: it is interesting too watching it. and We thought this while watching it that Mike is the the character who stayed behind and is the research heavy mm-hmm. one rather than Ben.
2: Well, so I was reading... So, in the book, it's almost like they've actually changed the Ben character in the first one. It was more Mike in the book, who, when he was young, was more the research head. Okay. And so, then you're like, okay, that... That works. Then be like, well, just be consistent. Be consistent. Yeah, exactly yeah. right.
4: But Ben has to go away and get hot.
2: Yeah, that's well, yeah.
4: for me. Didn't do enough with the whole thing where Mike sacrificed his life really to stay behind for right. twenty seven years. And I would have liked to have seen some resentment from him. Yeah, where it's kind of like, well, fuck all you. you maybe all a left. Bit If would be it Would be fucked. Like yeah, does, he's not really. Has really he had to down down fight that thing that all dairy adults have, where it, like corrupts them. Like, does he have a little bit of that in him? It doesn't seem. Like he does. Mm. I think Tom. At one point, you were like, "Oh, he's going to like betray them or something." Well, and yeah. they like very lightly did, I suppose, but not to any no. real extent. But, but also with good intention. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: It's also that thing of like I, I realized this later when he's like, "No, because they didn't believe they could kill it." And then Ed has that thing where he's like, "This kills monsters, but you have to believe it does." And yeah. it almost it weakens Pennywise significantly for sure. Yeah. But it's that thing of like I didn't realize that that's actually how you beat him, it's all through belief. and Because mm. they just kind of bury... The, they, they focus on so much other shit and bury the lead on that. Right. when Because there's the, a great bit in the first one, which I only realised is a great bit in the first one, re-watching it and then seeing the second one back to back, mm. is when Bill actually shoots Pennywise as Georgie in the head with the cattle gun. Yeah. It's not loaded. Because Mike's like, it's not loaded. Yeah, It's not yeah. loaded. It's not loaded. And he pulls it back and he fires and it actually shoots a bolt out into Pennywise. Because in that instance... Bill believes it's loaded and believes oh, it will that's kill very good. Yeah, we should so add it, more of that. It wounds him. Cool. Yes. Make that the whole thing. And then when, when he's explaining, no, they didn't believe, like you were able to like make that the whole thing, That okay, yeah. it's about belief. Because that's what they ultimately, to defeat it. And I actually kind of like that it's not this big climactic battle. It's mm. in order to defeat him, they just are like, you're just a clown. Yeah. You're just a small clown. And they just keep saying it like this is what yeah. we, we're looking at, this horrific What does he call himself? The Eater of Worlds. Yeah, yeah. And they just like, nope, you're a small clown with a tiny beating heart. And then all of a sudden, his heart. Like, Mm. I really like that idea. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It's almost like they knew their their second half of the movie wasn't good because they kept talking about how Bill's character can't write the ending of a book, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's just,
4: yeah. Also, I don't know if we've commented on the runtime, which is basically three hours. Too long. Take an hour off. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. Change that mid. Like, or if you're gonna spend three hours. Spend an hour on their adult lives. Like, mm, give us
3: yeah. more fucking stuff. It's like the thing. Um, so the new
4: Bond is yeah. three hours almost. It's yeah. close to two hours twenty maybe, but yeah. No, it's like okay. is it, it's it okay? I think it's like two it's, hours forty five, right. close oh, to easy. three. Yeah, it's okay. big.
3: Okay, it's about it's about this, right? All right? I look at that and I'm like, it is too long. However, I don't know what you trim out of that. It's just a big story. There's so much you could trim. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, yeah. you're doing, unless you're doing, if you can, if you can, if you can, if you can give me a three hour film where you earn every hour of that three yeah. hours.
4: Sure. Now I remember this. You and I talked about Bond and we were like, yeah, you could take stuff out and then we tried to think what could you take out? No. But when you take something out then it snowballs onto this and that. Yeah. Whereas this you could just You trim could you of could trim a heap of stuff. Yeah. That
3: whole totem shit. Any of the flashbacks? Yeah. Cuz like I know there's this bit where it's like I'll oh, all we together that whole summer, oh, except for that one week where they had mm-hmm. that we don't see the, what happens in the first one where well, they all go their own separate ways until Bev is kidnapped. Yeah. That's interesting to see that week. But I think it's undercut by like there's a there's a flashback where they're like, yeah, look at the hideout we built. And we're like, when the fuck did they build yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, show us the hideout in the first film, at right. least. Come mm, on, guys. Yeah. And this
2: is where, again, I think it, if they'd <laughs> written record and written and filmed them both back to back, it would have had a lot more of those crossovers Hard. and would have felt a lot more together. And I think also like we're again, it's doing that thing of like, okay, we're looking at the kids again. But that was from the first movie. Like, I actually liked this split. The novel into the kids and the adults 100% But then a lot of this just felt like Hey, remember the kids? You like that, yeah? And yeah. it's like, no, no Well, give us the adults They're, They feel so unfleshed out That yeah. I don't need more kids I actually want less kids And more, more adults, adults
4: probably. Despite, again, having great actors yes. Do the roles Yes, yeah There's yeah. no emotion There's limited emotional attachment To what has actually happened Yeah We haven't talked about that Fucking... Um, the mullet guy as well. He's terrible. Henry. Reusing of him. So he went to jail for 27 years or a psych sort of ward type yep. thing. Yep. And Killing then he gets out and does fuck all essentially. Yeah. Tries to kill them. Stabs one of them through the cheek and then gets hit in gets the head with the back of an axe. And then axe. Yeah. yeah. That's Such literally a pointless, it. Pointless thing to do. Really. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he was scary when he was a teenager. Not as an adult. As an adult, he's like your typical just like unhinged fuckhead Yeah, villain. giggling away. It's yeah.
2: like, yeah, I agree. Really, really lost a bit yeah. of It would have been great to like
3: have him come back and we're like, oh my God, he's back. Mm. But it's just Pennywise. Yeah, That right. would have been... Really, like Yeah, yeah. Also, a distinct lack of Pennywise in this film. And I think your movie's about it hmm. he's around but he just doesn't seem anywhere near as threatening as he was in the first film and they're more scared of him for some reason hmm, hmm. i don't know bill bill skarsgård is still absolutely fucking yeah. that sequence i think the scariest sequence in the whole film is bev going back to her childhood home to get her token mm-hmm. and that terrifying old woman who's running around nude in the background yeah can i throw a question in there yep
1: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: Were we scared? No. I was scared of that.
2: I was scared of that too. That's why I wanted to throw it
3: I wasn't. <laughs> there's not there's a few other little bits, but it's no no nowhere near as scary as the yeah. first
4: one. I I felt pretty detached from the movie. Yeah. From early on I was like, I, this is not I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, and you I, seem to have I'm this thing. Gonna.
2: I've noticed with you. If you check out of a movie early, you it can't get scare back in. Me. No.
4: Or it can't scare me. Well, you're not
2: emotionally invested I can get in back in anymore. on a movie. Can you? I don't think no. I've seen it.
3: No, no, I've seen it. Not I've seen it. I've heard about it. <laughs> can you help me, though? What no, is it, though? I can't, I mean, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> What's the film? Uh, the movie, it's The Courier with Benedict Cumberbatch in it.
4: Oh, yeah, but I don't. I never checked it out. I just, it was like one of those ones where I think I was on the bike watching it. I was like... This is 70 minutes of like an eh sort of film and then all oh, the last 10 minutes are fucking great. Do you know what I mean? It was one yeah. of those. Damo, yeah... Maybe you're right. No, I, I'm thinking purely for Scaredy Boys. Yeah. When I check out, I'm thinking Conjuring 3. Right. If I've checked out, it doesn't matter what you throw at me, I'm probably not going to be scared. I think it's also expectation. So you come into a movie with like, I want this to be good, especially if you
2: like the previous one, which oh, yeah. Conjuring 1 and 2 you obviously enjoyed. Yeah. So I'm like Curia, you're like, whatever. Yeah, I, I, don't I, don't what I have no movie.
4: attachment to that. Whereas right. this, I actually fucking loved the first one to the point where if the second one had been really good... I could rewatch the first one, and I could see myself giving it five stars. Yeah, yeah, because I genuinely loved it. But this second one has weakened the overall package. I tell you
2: who I, I was thinking this. Uh, I think the direction is still really great. It looks wonderful. All the rest yeah, of the yeah. stuff. However, just from a purely writer director filmmaking point of view, would have loved to have seen the Flan Man have a go at this at this second half. Keep the first one as is because it's it's great. I really yep. love it. But because he knows that nuance between. Broken adult people and the trauma that made them broken. Oh, yeah. it's like a can, he can, he knows how to. do exactly right. Mm. So I would have actually loved to have seen him dig into it. And obviously, Doctor Sleep, we've seen him do the exact same thing. Literally, a sequel of King's, yeah. and has brought so much beauty and heart to it. This is
4: Haunting of Hill House, except the house is a town. Yeah, really.
3: Yeah. There is one thing I will say too. There's a. It's fairly just like mean. This movie. There's whole bits of it that are just really. And From I know. Get go. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, I know yeah. Derry's supposed to be a town that's fucked. I know a big criticism of the film is that they just portray the town as being full of assholes and they don't quite touch enough on it that it's because of Pennywise. Right, right. Whereas in the book it's explicit, it's like Pennywise is a cancer and it's affected the whole town. Yeah. So there's a sequence early on where this the town beat up these gay couple for just, you know, being a bunch of rednecks. Mm. But they don't really do it just feels like oh, it's violence it's, it's, for the sake of violence. Yeah, yeah. Like it could have that scene could have just been a kid being lured away from the carnival
4: and right. then my cares about it
2: as well as cuz yep. we never the people that did it we never see again no. i thought oh okay they're going to be our new horrible bullies or yep. horrible adults for this they're going
4: to get they, butchered later but yeah. they don't there's yeah. no consequence no. to exactly. this like fucking hate crime that you're watching correct and it's not even just like they rough them up it's like they beat the living shit out of them and then throw one of them mm. off the bridge mm. it's just like it's just murder it's murder yeah. like, straight up murder and and yeah. also
3: i thought oh, maybe it'll come back because you have Richie's character now and his whole yeah. thing of grappling with the town. like. But it just,
4: yeah. You, you know what? That first scene should have been Mike. Mike yeah. should have been out. Mike or a friend of Mike's, a partner or whatever, gets attacked and then he calls his friends and goes, he's back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. have a- Or even just, just make it, it the mean cunt- just-, just make it a kid again. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Because just- yeah, just- you do muddy it with an adult. It's yeah. like, is Pennywise so he's getting adults now? Like, what is going on here? The other thing too is that
3: you don't even need that opening scene. Hmm. You could just have the town of Derry, some a red balloon floating through the town, mm. right, as the opening, and it goes past a bunch of missing posters. So yeah, we know yeah. that... Some, and these are new ones. Mm. And you see Mike going for a walk. He clocks the missing posters. He sees the balloon, sees and, then balloons. He, and then he sees the come home, come home, come home, come home. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, all right, starting again. You could just get rid of that whole yeah, unnecessarily yeah, yeah. awful scene. It's
4: because right. you go from that pretty much straight into Jessica Chaston nearly being murdered by her husband. Yes. Man, yeah, it's yeah. just like, man, this is really bleak. Like, yeah. I know it's... It should be bleak, but the first one, yeah, I don't know, just because of the hopefulness of the kids, mm. the coming of age aspect. Yeah. And then,
2: like, for this one, they tr- they do, I think they try to give a couple of scenes where it's like, hey, they're like, like their buddies are at the. Yeah. And I, I didn't buy it as much with the kids. Like, yeah. I, uh, from all accounts, the cast actually got along really well, but I yeah. wasn't buying it and like especially towards the end when they actually had won the day and they're out in the thing and they're some of the lines of dialogue oh, are so atritious. terrible yeah. and
3: oh, the,
4: the Jessica Chasso has a line where she's like
3: but he would have looked out for us it's like shut up that's implied
4: yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah I just want to say one more thing about the memory because it oh, it's just <laughs> it fries my fucking brain <laughs> it's actually fried my brain <laughs> I've lost the train of thought oh! it, it has killed me You've been okay, a, you've so been at the end of the film. No, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Mike's called me. I'm back in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lost it again. Oh no! You need a fortune cookie. No, with, so I'm telling you,
4: Stan's dead. I'm kidding. i have got it. They they win the film, and the whole thing is like, promise. In 27 years, we'll come back. Basically, we'll kick this clown's ass. Yeah, yeah. Because we've overcome our fears. We've got this. So doing the memory thing strips it away. As soon as they're at the um, at the dinner, mm. and they start to hear about Pennywise, they all start to like freak out have panic attacks and it's like just get rid of that because we want them to roll in and be like it's been 27 years it's time to fuck him up again yeah and then you can have them be overconfident Mm, mm, and and Pennywise has grown stronger and that throws them off and they have to go in a whole new direction but all they do is just like they're scared kids again but adults and you just repeat the beats and it's just it's I was really bored I couldn't be scared because I was too bored I think Mm.
3: (laughs) that's where you could play with something with Stan's death like the fact that they all show up for the thing and then Stan's not there and they're like what the fuck mm. Yeah. and then it's like Stan's killed himself and then it's like he oh no, it needs to be all of us and then you can start Pennywise being like oh, I fucking won yeah. yeah you can't beat me now yeah i yeah. just yeah there's it's inconsistent again i will say though back to where we scared mm. that whole sequence with the old woman is fucking gross and terrifying yeah, yeah, yeah. just her being in the background and like jittering and, and you
2: know like yeah
3: you know you know
2: she's Pennywise. you know it's going to be cooked yeah
3: even just that bit where she's sitting on the couch and she just stops talking, mm. and you're like, "No, oh, we go. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is just not. It's not good." And then there's that awful scene
4: where I felt amused more than scared in the old woman scene. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. No, no, okay, yeah, that I was, was not my experience. No, just her being nice. naked and like doing a weird walk. You no, know, nah, that's upsetting. It was just like, <laughs> no, I just was kind of like, what the fuck?
3: Nah, don't like it. Don't like that. And I didn't like um, when she's running through the house and the door opens and it's Bill Skarsgård just looking like Bill Skarsgård, yeah, on the clown makeup, yes. And yeah. it, that's freaky. But the fact that he cuts his own yeah. face to get the, the red, and then that's good shit. After he's done that, he starts doing that awful like, Whoa, yeah. and he's like face. It's just it's bad. It's, that whole I've got yeah. That whole sequence is yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. But then you've got like some of the other scary sequences. Eddie's one in the basement's a little bit frightening.
2: But they re- but again, like here's where I actually agree they with. They recreate you Sean. it. Yeah. yeah, they've you've done the leper man in the first yeah. one. It's like, okay, but give him a new figure, give him something like Make it his mum. Make it his mum, but like the horrific version of her yeah. or something like that. Coming after Sh- his wife or something. Yeah, like, that. like I don't know. There's just there's there's something else
4: where it's just like, oh but we saw this. We saw this in the first one. It's- yeah. That was the whole that's basically the whole film. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. already seen this. Like yeah. we've seen it better. Yeah. The kids were better than James McAvoy. Mm, sorry, Matt. Should be ashamed, mate. Sorry. Still love you, though.
3: <laughs> Might have to watch Split so we can forgive him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it scary? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, I've got it. It's ready to go for no. the boys. Okay,
4: that's all we have time for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: all right. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? No, they're oh, dumb. They're, done. they're dumb. Yeah, they're pretty but dumb But I guess, again. like in the first one, we were like, dumb, but kids. Is this... In this dumb but memory loss, yeah, yeah. Here is what I
2: hear that the two points, I, the dumbest points, I think for me were both Bill. Yep. One where he sees his brother in the drain pipe and, and oh, yeah. tries to get him out. Like, yeah, grab my hand. Are you kidding? The whole first movie was him admitting that his brother was dead. That was that was sort of the arc for his character yeah. in the first one. But he had so, to get that token of that boat. But we, but see, but he didn't know that. But here is the thing: where the boat? Come? Can't be yeah. for a real token. Is it the man. actual boat? Yeah. yeah, That's an imaginary
4: token. What the, what the fuck? Yeah. So, like him reaching down, he was literally reaching for his brother. So, that was just dumb oh, as dumb. All hell. I honestly, in that moment, I wanted him to lose an arm.
2: Right, right.
4: If you are dumb, you need to pay the price. Yeah. And then the second one was
2: when. He just seen the kid die in the in the glass house. That was a good scene too, to be fair. Yeah, that
3: scene was quite crazy.
2: Yeah, um, but he just seen the kid die in the glass house. They're at, they call him, say, "Yeah, come over to the library or whatever." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm going to go by myself right now." You're like, off. Oh, we know that you have to stick together. We've like the discussion has literally been had on screen. Not only have we seen it, like that was what won the day in the first one. But then he has the audacity to
3: criticize someone else for not working together. Oh. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a fuck. Bill.
2: So yeah, that was. That was rather frustrating. I didn't yeah. didn't necessarily love that. Again,
3: they make the mistake any time one of them hears Pennywise mm.
5: Oh must see something go investigate it by
3: myself. Yeah. No, yeah. don't. Shut the what the fuck are like, you doing? All yeah. the way
4: through to the end. Chastain yeah. does it when they're yeah, in the Yeah, they're going through too. the water and she turns around. What was that? Oh, I thought I heard something. What do you reckon that something's gonna be right? Mate? Like come on. Um, one scene that I did also love was a repeat of the one, it
2: was it was a repeat of the first thing, but it worked really well, which was the three doors again. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, a lot of fun. But played
3: for laughs. Yeah, yeah. Just that bit where he's like, he's fucking with us, he's fucking with us, yeah. and they open up very, very scary, and it's just fucked. Yeah. And then the throwaway joke where earlier was like, I hope his true form's a Pomeranian, <laughs> <laughs> and they're both like, Oh no!
5: Fuck away! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, <nah.
3: Sit. laughs> oh That's actually kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's that, that that whole bit was was very funny. Yeah. And then as they're walking away, Bill Hader be like, "Next time we're taking the scary door." Yeah. And it's just like, "Next time." <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some nice bits in that final fight. Bill calling him a sloppy bit uh, Bill. Bill Hader calling him a sloppy bitch. <laughs> yeah. Throwing rocks at him. And what else does he call him? Oh yeah, does the yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very yeah, good. Right, just very brain. Right, yeah. And then also when he yeah Eddie comes up and throws the spear and does the Beat beat motherfucker yeah, yeah it was good That was all um, good. Which felt weird right Because it felt like a catchphrase That Pennywise used on Richie mm. Bev also used on Richie Ed then said it protecting Richie Didn't hear anyone say it to Richie In the first film
2: mm. So yeah it, Again this is where the two films Should have been Filmed back to back But it, in the book it's what Bev says to Richie every time he just needs to shut up. You're yeah. talking okay. I should
4: say, beep- beep, Richie. Yeah. They also like put it one toe in on a bit of a love triangle, but never really committed anything to it. No. That, oh. bit, that bit where they kissed was weird as fuck. And then yeah. it's messy. Like, Why give McAvoy a wife to begin with if you can mm. go down that path? And, yeah. and older Ben,
2: there was yeah. just nothing to him. Not really. I really, really like
4: Ben in the first film. It was just, to just a it. sexy boy, really. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. It was a shame. All right, how would we do in this situation? I think, boys... We win again. Okay. The reason is we're, we're, we stick together again. How do we win? Friendship last friendship time. Friendship last time. friendship
2: last time. It's, it's still somewhat friendship, but it's, it's more like negging him into submission.
3: is kind of what we need to <laughs> yeah. do. If we realise that the, the way to make him weak is to just tell him that we believe he's pathetic. Yeah. Fuck, that's so easy. Mm. We just... We just start so bullying you. So you're telling me something small. Though. Obviously, they said you're a clown. You're a clown, which is great. You're just a clown. You're a tiny little clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what, what's what else could you call him that's small? I want, I want to have a play with this. You're a four and twenty meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a dropped pie. Oh, okay. You're just a little pie that's fallen on the floor and your gravy spilled everywhere. Sauce
4: everywhere, you little fuck. <laughs> you
3: little fucking party pie, and then. Smash!
4: I get, wait, are you eating him or are you ah, standing squishing like him? I'm like it. Tom's yeah. got to eat
3: it. That's no, I'm awesome. Eat it. And it becomes, <laughs>
4: he becomes it. Yeah.
3: Hey guys, I'm not evil, but check this out. Now I'm a grandma. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I was say what's something small? You're like oh meat pie. I just thought it'd be funny just calling because I didn't call someone. I oh, you look
4: like a drop pie. Yeah, yeah. Fucking great insight. When Dame said small, I thought like ant and you've got meat pie. <laughs> meat pie. I ant, love you no, are no, fucking Australian, ant, mate. Ant is deceptive because <laughs> ant is too small. And strong,
3: and he'll oh, run yeah. away. Oh, okay. Pie—he's an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's an inanimate what we do. object
2: that's inherently splattable.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. We channel Ray Fines and we're like, "You're an inanimate fucking object." <laughs> <laughs> Just keep saying that to him until. Yeah. Meat pie is good. Meat pie is good. good. Not
4: even cooked in the oven, mate. You're a oh. microwave job. <laughs> oh. Didn't even get heated the whole way through. Didn't get wrapped in an absorbent paper towel. You oh. suck. Oh. Disgusting.
3: Cold in the middle.
4: Yeah. Awful. You've Awful. been
1: left in that
3: warmer for ages. <laughs> You're ninety cents because you
4: expired three days ago. That's how you beat Pennywise. There Turn them into
3: penny pies. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We done it. We done if, it. If yeah, if
3: we know that that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck, that means that's that's easy. Yeah. We can do that cuz I can convince myself of pretty much anything. Right. <laughs> Powerful. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I'm I'm dumb.
4: <laughs> also, we're adults and we can see. So doesn't that just imply that everybody in the town should be able to just See him now? Yeah, they don't. Again, they don't explain that. I don't or know. is it just like he just reveals himself to who he wants to? Sort of yeah, thing. yeah, I think so. Because now we can recruit grown-ups because mm-hmm. we're not little kids anymore. We've got a bit more clout. <laughs> we're gonna town we can like, go to that. We go out to that antique shop and get Stephen King to help us. Yeah. Out. Like hey Kingy. He'll charge us seven hundred fucking dollars or something for it. You know that fucking pedo monster clown from your book? Yeah, he's a
3: real and he lives in this fucking town. Let's go, champ.
2: <laughs> I'm going around town recruiting people to go yell at a monster that it's a pie.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing a performance art piece uh where we humiliate a pedo clown monster. That's you just tell the you just tell the towns folk there's a pedophile in yeah. town masquerading as a clown.
4: Oh, but half the town ta- the town are all pedos. They're probably oh, true, the town's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get some gross. tips from this boy.
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's the way. I think we just convinced the clown he's a pie. Yeah, pie mm. boys. And then I eat him. Yeah, okay. so what do you want? <laughs> How oh, do, you eat him? Right. Okay. I thought we were stepping on it. Well, we step on him, we eat him, we smush him up. I don't think we want to eat him. That's too much of a risk. I, yeah, I think, I think we pull him apart. Leave in you something?
2: Yeah. Out. Then like this balloon will start growing. Inside oh yeah, that's, some shit.
3: no. I imagine. No. So what we do is you rip the lid off the pie. Oh yeah, And all yeah. the gravy and meat just floats. Just up starts just floating away. Yeah. Very
2: good. Very yeah. good. Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Penny Pies. You scary listeners. Have any comments? Would like to say hi? You can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at Scaredy Boys or individually. I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orchard Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Really Wait, nice the guy nice. who just called it It Chapter Poo, <laughs> was
5: it a fair? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,